Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. All right, man, you're here. Like I always say, you're there. We're here. We're there. We're there. We're here. Where am I? There you are. Um, Hi, Lee. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're highly. I'm, I'm lowly. And we're here on the something Lee podcast. I'm kidding. It says, you take the high Lee, I take the low Lee, and I'll meet you at the booze before ye. (laughs) That sounds like some might say. (laughs) Yeah, man, but I'm taking the whiskey. You can have all the vodka. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, vodka. I don't know. I like vodka in mixed drinks, but drinking it. I like, I like, um, I, I prefer cognac. Or rum, or even whiskey. I like Southern Comfort. It's just that um, the the brands of of that stuff, where I am within walking distance to the store, um, it's like I'd have to um, walk about ten or about. 15 minutes to the store to get to where they have the cheap whiskey as opposed to one minute where they have just the cheap vodka yeah but the longer you walk the more girls you get to see with tucked in shirts yeah that's true but then but then i i get tired and then then and then i pant like like a dog and then they start walking quicker <laughs> <laughs> God dang. You're like, hey, baby. <laughs> like, um, no, Fido, I'm not your your owner. Go now. <laughs> uh, just give me some vodka and I'll walk away. <laughs> yeah. Throw me a bone, why don't you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, or I'll throw you my bone, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, man! Hey, I I, I want to ask you: Do you know what happened to that video with you, Ralph, and Bill Wang on the roof doing a song? Because that was a cool video. Um. Yeah. Um. You can ask Ralph where it is. Okay, because Bill doesn't know where it's at. Because we're I'm looking for it. Because I wanted to post that on our page. Because I, I thought that was like uh, you got like three. <laughs> Probably it it, it it it's it it could be on um, Doctor Fuck's page. Yeah, because you know they lost Rock and Metal Combat Podcast page, and I think they lost all the videos on there. I thought it was there. Uh, uh, well, well, he still has 
Um, Almost the human, but there's so many fucking videos on that channel. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I found that when I tried to look for it, I couldn't find it, but 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 he still has it. So maybe I'll message uh, Ralph. He did message me a happy birthday. That was cool when he was in okay. Facebook jail. But um, that's cool. I just want to see it because I thought that was fucking cool the way it was recorded. You guys look like three pimps up there, like yeah. in. Bill Wang was your like hype man. <laughs> I thought that was looking cool. Yeah. All right, man. So how have you been doing this weekly? I've been doing all right. Yep. That's cool, man. Is nothing going on to this week in your oh, music. Oh well, well, I've been I, I I've been um doing more music. I've been listening to more music. I've been listening to more um, classical stuff. That's that's the stuff that I'm more into now. But, you know, once in a while I still listen to some rock, but I listen mostly now to classical and jazz and stuff. And and and, and I've been... I, I have been doing a little bit of rock um, instrumentation on some of my songs. Um, editing them, but, but they're, they're like, you know... I, I keep doing different stuff, so you know. Um, I I'll probably do a rock thing again soon, but right now I'm I'm mostly um, just not listening to a lot of rock. Yeah, I know it hurts your stomach sometimes. How does you know? I do understand music does that to people. Like it'll put them in a mood, it'll put them in a good mood, put them in a bad mood. It'll violently hurt their body. I don't understand that. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think it's mostly because um, when I drink, then 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 I then then, then it hurts. Oh, so you know? if you're not drinking and listening to rock, it's okay. I I would say so, but 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 it's 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 just like when someone leaves a band and then they blame other members for for why they left when the truth is that they just didn't want to stay in the band. You know, so that they're they're blaming, they're putting the blame on something else. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like sometimes when I give you some, I don't want to listen to this right now. I'm doing my classical. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt. Thank you for giving me that. Now my stomach hurts, bitch. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I sometimes get in those moods. Yeah, man. Yeah. So today we're here to review an album you picked, John Hammond, So Many Roads, and uh, yeah. I, I gotta admit, Lee, I was like surprised you gave me this album. I thought it was like a new dude. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a newer artist, like maybe tw last twenty years. But this dude's been around since the sixties. Yeah, I'm going, you know me better than that. My God, and I go, yeah, you gave me a curve like a, a curveball uh, uh, twice he gave me a blues album he gave me some guy that i thought that was new but it wasn't new and i because well, why why would you think i would give you something new i told you i had the album long ago uh, i didn't guess i missed that comment but I was oh, like, all right <laughs> i was like what the fuck but uh you gave me a blues album and you have told me you didn't like blues that much and i go you give me like deep down dirty fucking blues here well i yeah I, I i did it you know kind of you know for you for me well if you would have done that for me you should have gave me like a skid row album 
<laughs> no, um, I, I also did it be well, part partly because um, he he deserves to. Um, he is kind of well known, but but he he kind of needs to be a little more well known. Well, you made him well known to me because I had no the who the fuck this guy was. Yeah, I was expecting fucking some uh, United States of America stuff, dude. You know, oh, I, and in fact, um, is he related um, to the guy who made the Hammond organ? <laughs> no, but but he's related to the guy who was the talent scout who discovered Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan. Oh, and wow. Like that. So cool. most people know of, like, like if you get like old blues collections from Columbia um, Record Company, and it's just the John Hammond collection. They're referring to the dad, and they're referring to all sorts of people who were discovered by him, like blues artists and stuff. Like, I don't yeah, think he because... discovered Muddy Waters or Emerald James, but he discovered people like that. So he he was, um, like that. So, um, John Hammond, his son, it, well, he's not Junior because, um, they have two different middle names, but it would be like, like if Mick Jagger had a son and it was Mick Jagger Jr., and we were doing the album by Mick Jagger Jr., even though Mick Jagger Jr. was around since the 60s. Kind of like that. Yeah, because he's actually John Hammond Jr. Uh. Yeah, he, he's not Jr., but, but, but they call him that just to make it less confusing. Yeah, um... And also, you, the people playing on this band are future members of the band. You got Robbie Robertson, Garth Hudson, Levon Helm, and also uh, yeah. Charlie Musselwhite on harmonica. And Mike yeah. Bloomfield also contributes. It's one of the first realized blues rock album, although it's not in the same league as the best efforts of the era of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band or John Mayhill's Blues Breakers in that part. But it's fucking a, it's a repertoire of heavy, familiar Chicago blues classics. And I'm uh, like... I'm that, like when I read that, um, I was like, "Damn, uh, uh, this is uh, half the that, fucking band." Are you seeing that from a from a page? Well, I read that part, but I I just said who oh, was in the band because yeah, it sounded it sounded a little bit bit more more put together than what you would say. Yeah, but I did add the Robbie Robinson, Garth Hudson, Leah Von Helm. Oh, okay. I'm like going, and then I just kept going. <laughs> Because I, 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 I was reading who was in it and then I go, Oh god, oh, okay. dude. This is like this is like a what a landmark blues album if you think about it. Yeah, I That's I for me. Picked it. Yeah, 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 I picked it um part well because I wanted to see what you would say about it. And then uh I messaged uh our buddy Brian Davis from Damn Good Movie Memories. I knew would. <laughs> you knew I would and <laughs> freaking uh, damn good movie yeah. memories and the bad beat on uh, thatmetalstation.com and I told him I go Lee picked a fucking John Hammond and I thought this guy was a new guy <laughs> and I said I feel stupid did <laughs> he like, know about him? no that's why I thought he was new <laughs> I mean did he know about him? But he probably does but he just gave me a thumbs up you know He'll probably tell me when I go on his chat room on Wednesday night some, when I get on there sometimes. I didn't go this week because uh, I was watching the Dodgers game. but uh, Yeah, I, I, I figured, though, that, um, um, well, you'll, you'll kind of understand why as we go through the album. 
Yeah, man, but um, yeah, I, I got a lot of thoughts on this album. I wrote out a lot of good thoughts, I think. Uh, let me get to the track listing here. Okay. And then uh, we start off with the first song, Down in the Bottom, I guess. It, it was written by Willie Dixon. I, I just have to ask you a question because I don't know this about. Did he write any original songs? Uh, he might have, but um, I thought he did. But I looked at the list here that looked like he didn't on this album. Maybe Brian Davis would know if he wrote any original songs because I have no idea. He's barely on Wikipedia. And I'm not looking at Wikipedia. I'm looking at allmusic.com. I guess there's nothing on Yeah, well, he is on Wikipedia, but the thing is you have to kind of know how to find him. Yeah. But um, I'm just going, man, uh, I'm just wondering. This album was from 1965. It comes in at 37 minutes and 50 seconds. And let's get into this album, shall we? It's a fucking, huh. I don't even know why they call it pop rock. It's a fucking heavy mm -hmm. blues album. If I can, they're, they're wrong on genre. But, uh... uh Let's start with the first song, Down in the Bottom, which you picked, Lee. Uh -huh. So here's Down in the Bottom on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was down in the bottom. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? Well, this one's pretty good. The band plays with originality, and they sound like they're having fun. It's understated and basic, but... Um... But... But it... But it's with authenticity, and it sounds cool. I agree with you, and I, I was just... I already told you another blues album, Lee, because I was surprised you gave me a blues album. Well, and then I go, thank you. Uh, I love this song. It's deep down raw blues and a great song. And it was a huge surprise to me you gave me this album because I was expecting something avant-garde or fucking eclectic. Yeah, well, well, yeah, all right. Yeah, man. I, I got some shit to tell you on the video <laughs> about stuff. But this is fun. Mm -hmm. This is good, man. I, I fucking enjoyed this. And then we get to the next song, uh, Long Distance Call. What did you think about this one? Right, well, this has a good, fierce, good groove to it. And it's one of the few songs with the sound I'd call original on here. They don't sound like another band on this song. It's slow but groovy, and I dig it. Well, it's half the fucking uh, band on here, man. <laughs> it's like, fucking, yeah. that's a great fucking band. The band. <laughs> it's just funny uh -huh. how they just called themselves the band, but uh, yeah, we, we, we will do a review on the band one day because I do like uh, or Robbie Robinson's uh, solo hey. album. I right. love Robbie. Um, and uh, I, I'm just gonna say, warn me next time you give me a blues album, Lee, because I should be drinking at home, drinking some fucking whiskey instead of writing my notes at fucking work where I can't have any booze and fucking sit here and melt in my chair with some fucking whiskey. Going down my throat, enjoying, you know, blues, you need to drink some fucking whiskey, man. Hmm. Uh, but this is fucking, wow, this is deep blues. This white boy reminds me of Jeff Healy. But actually, this is when I wrote these notes, I thought he was a new white boy, but he's an old white boy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I love the Jeff Healy band, though. And this guy reminds me of the Jeff Healy band, but actually, Jeff Healy is probably a copy of this guy. Uh, the bass is strolling, and I'm loving the guitar on this. It's on fire. This is a great song, man. All right. All right. So then we get to the... And that was a, a Muddy Water song that he did, mm -hmm. Long Distance Call. Then we get to the next song, Who Do You Love? What do you think about this one, Lee? This is as good as most other covers of it. It doesn't supply any new attitude or direction. It simply does the song well. It's basic, but it's grooving. It works. Who's Elias McDaniel? I thought that's Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley. Okay, that's his real name. Yeah. Because I was going, but because on some of these tracks it says Bo Diddley, and then some of the, maybe he changed his name after he wrote this song because I thought it was Bo Diddley, and I go Elias McDaniel. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a. I'm not an aficionado on the blues. I'm not uh -oh. you, or you, you don't like blues as much as Brian Davis. You don't. This guy, Brian Davis, is like a fucking sieve, a fucking blues knowledge. And I, yeah, I want, he likes blues too much. Well, because he gets it from his dad. Did you get music from your dad? Um, I, I got music from a lot of things. And you got music from the dog farting. Oh, that's a song. <laughs> well, no. I said from a lot of things. Oh, but a dog is a thing. <laughs> kind yeah, of. no, I some of it. From my All right, dad, man. we got to. From, from my 
brothers and sisters. That's cool, man. I didn't have any brothers or sisters. I had my mom. The thing is with my mom, I know what it turned her on to more music than she turned me on to. <laughs> so that's funny. Who do you love? This is what I say about this song. The obligatory blues cover. It's covered for a reason because it's so because it fucking rules. Nothing different here, like you said, Lee, than, yeah. than the other covers that people have done of this. It's really good. I don't see how you could ch change it up. It's just a perfect song, right? Yeah. So why would you want to fuck up a perfect song? So you just do it. Yeah, the yeah. Way it's so it's to be like um, whether it's good or not, you like it, right? Yeah, I like fucking George Thurgood's version. I like this yeah, other guy's yeah, version. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you're not really good at differentiating between good and bad covers, but that's okay. Well, you don't like George Thurgood's cover? Eh, it's, it's not that great. We're gonna have to do a George Thurgood album now. Yeah, and and that's kind of partly what I was trying to figure out was whether you, you, um, were just the kind of guy who would just eat anything. You know, I don't sort of like that. I don't eat anything. Well, well, um, did I did I did I like those albums you gave me that I didn't like? <laughs> no, you didn't. All right, thank but, you. But 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 what I'm saying, well, I, I I'm saying is if, if someone made you a great meal and asked what you thought of it, you'd probably just scarf it on down and tell them that it was good without telling them why. Oh, oh that that. That's not r true because my wife uh, made my wife made this chicken, and she asked me how it was, and I said it was very bland. She got pissed off at me. Oh! <laughs> and I said, "What do you want me to lie to you?" <laughs> she says, "That's it, Mark. I'm not cooking for you anymore." I go, "Yeah, but those other three meals you cooked were great. This okay. one just sucked." And then oh. and then our my mother in law told her the same thing and needed more salt. <laughs> <laughs> but she said something and she goes okay mom but with me she went off whoa <laughs> like, <"Wow."> yeah <laughs> no dude I give my I give my honest opinions if I don't like something I tell you if I like something, so that just means you're naturally not always so informed oh god just because I don't like something you like doesn't mean it's Bad or good? No, you know? no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm just saying you, 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 you don't know a lot. But, 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 but you, but as much as you do know, you do your best, and that's good. You have taught me a lot, Mister Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next track. Uh, I want you to love me, Muddy Waters cover. What do you think of this one? It's slow and draggy, but his voice's attitude makes it bearable. It's not the best song on the album, but I can dig it to a point. See, Lee, we agree on that. This is really, really slow blues. Uh, oh, I thought that you liked it, that you like all good blues. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? No. Oh. The vocals are kind oh, of really? overdoing it, um, but I, I still like it because oh, okay. the guitaring okay. is good and it has a good stroll to it, but... Uh, all it's right. not the best song on here at all. Huh, maybe, maybe I underestimated you. You always I, say that. Always. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I say maybe. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, and then you go, oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry for everything I said. You're right. I'm wrong, Mark. 
blah blah I'm blah. Not, I, I'm not sure yet whether I'm going to do that, but I mean, um, <laughs> we'll see. All right, we get. To, oh wait, there's a songwriting credit on this one here. Uh, track number five, uh, Judgment Day, which uh, is a co. Well, I think he added to it. Robert Johnson and John Hammond Jr. kind of uh, added stuff to the song. What do you think of Judgment Day? Huh. All right, well. The groove is good, but it sounds repetitious without much variety. So it started as one of the better songs, but became another simple basic jam that was okay, but didn't have any distinct moments. I agree with you. And wow. I, think, I think the bass is great to start it off with a little piano in the background. But I, I think the, re the, the recording of this album is off. Because there's the piano and the freaking uh, other stuff, the organ are a little muddy and low in the mix. Maybe if they would have brought this up, this would have been a, been a better song. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. In fact, um, part, part, part of the reason why I picked it was because this sound was always kind of hard for me to listen to the whole thing because it sounded like he was kind of going through the motions and was not really like doing such a such a great job so it was kind of hard to get through listening to this and and this was the album that kind of made my stomach hurt um, um when i was drinking when i heard it and and i could only hear a few songs at a time and it's not a horrible album but i thought i'm gonna pick this one on purpose because this is a guy who is criticized for being kind of a um kind of maybe like a poser blues guy and I thought Mark isn't going to know the difference and, and he's going to say he's going to like all of the songs and that's going to prove something to the people watching the show Listen. so that's kind of why I picked it well you know I've agreed with you on the songs you haven't liked so far okay so so far I've been proven wrong damn it uh, you always are Lee come on well fuck I'm <laughs> sorry Mark I didn't mean to do it you're right <laughs> I want you to pick something that fucking, fucking, like, it's like, it's in your it. soul. It's like music that you love. I don't want you to pick music to fucking trip me up with. Well, that's part of what's in my soul, is just trying to find stuff to trip you up. I like to do that. Well, then that's okay, then. I'll, I'll, that's cool. I'll, no, I'll actually, do it. I, I, I did want to do his album because I thought that he is someone who, um, you know, I did want to do the album. That's cool, man. And if we get to the next track, which you picked, So Many Roads, So Many Trains by, uh, who's Marshall Paul? Is that another name or is that? That's, that's, I don't know who he is, but he must be. I never heard of this blues guy, but, uh, let's, uh, play it on the Freeform Rock Podcast. So many roads, so many trains to ride. So, so many roads, so many trains to ride. You know I gotta find my baby 
before I'll be satisfied. Well, I was standing at the station Well, when I heard that whistle blow Yes, I was standing at the station Well, when I heard that whistle blow Well, it sounds like a streamline But it was the B&O So many roads, so many trains. What do you think about, why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is one of the best songs on the album. He plays this with feeling, and the type of blues the band does is my style of blues playing. This gets a thumb up for me, from me. Yeah, I, I wish he would vocalize the other songs like this. I love the tone on this one. Not saying I didn't like the other songs, but this is real good feel to it. And and it's my favorite so far off this album. It just seems like this right. album should have been mastered better also. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just muddy. Yeah. The production is... But maybe he's trying to make it like an old blues album, you know? Like an old Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson album. Maybe he's trying to do that, you know? Maybe I'm yeah. just used to the fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan, George Thurgood, you know, all the, the newer blues players that fucking have yeah. a great sound. So Yeah. I don't know, man. But I, I need to get some Muddy Waters. I love Muddy Waters, though. All right. And then we get to the next song, Rambling Blues. And this is a Robert Johnson song. What do you think about this one? All right, well, they play it well, and it swings with a good groove. It's not any different from how other groups play it, but it's done well, and that's the point. I agree with you. It's a cool jam. Only so much I could say to describe a blues song in this but this is really yeah. a cool song now. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that one. Yeah. And Next time I pick some, I'm going to pick a really good song, but I'm going to pick an album that's just 10 different remixes of it. That way I can see that you will say the same thing or not about each song. <laughs> dude, I listened, I listened to the recording. I listened to the mastering of an album, dude, because... 
there's the album by a uh, what is it Metallica that I really love called Death Magnetic, but that shit is brick wall to fuck and fucking Rick Rubin brick walled that album so much, okay. and it's such a good album and it's so shittily recorded. <laughs> it's like fuck. Wow. You should have got Bob Rock for that album. At least the drums would have sounded great, except for Saint Anger. But uh, You're now sounding like like um, someone who knows what they're talking about, and I should listen to your advice a little more. You know what? I'm gonna be you. Lee. You should listen to my advice. <laughs> you don't know good music. I'm I'm, I'm sort of stuck in my ways. It's like I I don't know about anything new, and so you know um, I I ought to listen to you because you. You you know a whole lot, and 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 so I I might be able to learn from you if I give myself a chance. Yeah, maybe I could be the I could be the what it, I could be the master one day. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe you are. Maybe I'm just a snotty little kid who doesn't want to stop playing master. All right, master, master. Okay, here we get to the next song. Uh, oh yeah, what do you think about this one? I like it. It's draggy in parts, but in a way I can handle, and the band plays really well. It's simple and basic, but that's what blues fans like, and it's okay. I don't like simple and basic blues, but I do like simple and basic blues. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, I know what you mean. It's like you... You like it if you like it, and and if it isn't what you usually like, but you do like it this one time, you like it. Yeah, exactly. This is Killer Old Times Blues. Love it. Sometimes the way he announces the words, it's like he's talking like me, like when I'm drunk. <laughs> he's like slurring his words a lot, these songs, and uh, I'm like, and I, I yeah. read something about him because I did like kind of want to check him out and a lot of people say he is his uh singing is a little a little overdone yeah yeah so uh i i read i read that after i wrote my notes and i go dude somebody agrees with me (laughs) he He hasn't ever stopped that throughout his whole career he's been like that he overdoes singing and it's like mariah carey (laughs) (laughs) sounded like a dolphin (laughs) yeah Oh my god. And then we get to the next saga. You can't judge a book by its cover by the great Willie Dixon. What do you think of this song? It's a decent version of a classic rock song. Maybe Paul Butterfield does it with a little more feeling. But John Hammond's band has the basic groove down and it's good enough for blues fans. It's not bad. I like the Rolling Stones version better. I haven't heard that one as much. Is it, did they do that on Blue and Lonesome? Uh, I looked it up because I go. I know or was this song an old time period? I I know, man. I I know. I don't know. I looked it up to see what album they did it on. I forgot. Yeah. Write it down. Do you know if it was from the early days? Yes, it was from the early okay, days. Okay. Well, well then. Um, I haven't heard every single song they did back then, unfortunately. I haven't even heard every single song the Beatles did, weirdly enough. I think I have. Uh, but uh, I need to get into, like, we need to do some fucking deep Rolling Stones albums, man. Yeah. We need to get in there and bring Eddie Cotastracci with us, man. Fucking deep dive into some fucking Stones. Yeah. Fucking, uh, people like our Rolling Stones episodes a lot. 
Yeah. So uh, they like it more than the Beatles, and we had Ken fucking Mills with us on one of those. Shit. Yeah. Fucking Ken Mills rules. And then we get to the next song, Gambling Blues, which you picked, Lee. Gambling Blues on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Okay, that was Gambling Blues, man. Why'd you pick this track? And this is uh, Melvin Little Son Jackson? I never heard of this guy. Yeah, like a, a, a obscure guy who not even I had heard of. I bet Brian knows. Brian, text me if you know this when you hear this episode seven weeks yeah. later. Alright, well this sounds like the Rolling Stones during Exile on Main Street, but with a band that was playing better. 
it's got a good vibe and it's one of the better songs on the album yeah this whole album is like blues covers album and there, are, there a lot of them are really good but like I asked oh, in the yeah. beginning has he done any original music um, we don't know <laughs> except he did add to freaking the Robert Johnson song on Judgment Day so uh, that's it yeah whoa I just lost my internet what happened? There we go. It's back. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's like it. It like totally it said, refresh your page, bitch. All right. And we get to the next song. Uh, shit. We're on Gamble Boost. Now we're on Baby Please Don't Go by Big Joe Williams. Is that him? Or some? a lot of people have done this song, right? Um, Big Joe Williams is um a singer who, who did it. Okay. Cool, I've never heard it. I need to check it out. I know a lot of versions of this song, though. What do you think about it? He sings this with feeling, and his voice sounds good here. The band are competent studio players doing a typical basic blues that people who love blues would be into. Yeah, I said, oh, wow, I love this version. It has something that other covers don't. Mm. I think the ones I've heard of this track were a lot faster moving yeah. this one's a little slower this has a killer groove going with a killer organ that should be higher in the mix okay like i keep saying this album is a little muddy sounding yeah and now i looked this up from the album it's 1965 shows how much i know about old blues guys and brian davis from the bad beat is laughing at me right now <laughs> because i thought he was a new blues artist oh uh, my god but uh the Aerosmith song of this is really good off of Honky Gone Bobo. And so it's way faster than this version. But this version isn't bad at all. I like it. It's different. I think yeah. everybody else's version, they sped it up a little bit. Uh-huh. Yep. And then we get to the last track on the album, Big Boss Man. What do you think of this one, Lee? Um, the band play a good, essential blues-style banking kind of like Paul Butterfield blues band and this song works it's not quite as jamming as Butterfield but it sounds pretty good yeah Butterfield is great when we did a review on him I need yeah. to do a deep dive in his shit man yeah we did um one that was um still a good band but not not his very first band it was like we we did one after Bloomfield left. Oh, I love Bloomfield though. But yeah. um, Big Boss man, love this song to end the record. This is a good record. It's not great. It, it, there's a lot of like yeah. duds on here, but this song is a moving to groove and some killer blues harp on here. Which we uh, who we Musclefield played the blues harp on here. Muscle White. Muscle White played the blues side part here. There's one album by him that I would want us to do, but it's hard to find it on streaming, so I'll have to keep looking for it. Well, if you could get the individual tracks and send them to me like you've done on some albums. Even that, even that's hard, but I'll I'll look into it. All right, man, but this is like, this is like killer blues harp on here, and it's like the Kool-Aid man says, Oh, yeah! <laughs> You know, remember the yep. Kool-Aid man? He'd break into the building and go, Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, I do! Yeah, it's like uh, Ian Wadley stole that from him. <laughs> I didn't even... 
that's such a long time ago that I forgot about it. Remember you bust in the building and go, hey, they would go, hey, Kool-Aid man, he bust in the yeah, building. Yeah, oh, that. yeah. That was about like five or six. Ian Wally, if you're listening to this podcast, we know you stole that from the Kool-Aid man, bitch. <laughs> I love you, though. But uh, that's our uh, review of uh, So Many Roads by uh, John Hammond, man. It's a pretty cool record. I might want to check out some more albums by him, or I might I not. I'm going to check out one, too. He did an album, another album with Mike Bloomfield and Dr. John. Ooh, I love oh, You know, him. we should do a Dr. John review. I do like a lot of shit by him, but I've never heard a whole album. He's He's done some stuff you wouldn't like. I don't know, man, but, uh... I, well, I, I can't say that for sure. You know, I, 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 like, you surprised me. So let's say he's, he's, he's done a variety of different stuff. Yeah, man, I'm just like, Dr. John, you know, I've been in right time, or whatever, right? Uh, I like yeah. his voice, though. His voice is, like, so yeah. fucking cool. It's, like, fucking... Oh, yeah. You know, like those fucking hipsters in a coffee shop <laughs> where they're sitting there, they're all cool. Yeah. That's what Dr. John reminds me of, but he's not a hipster and he's not in a fucking coffee shop. He's just fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just love him. And then we, uh, what I've heard, I've heard a lot of Dr. John songs, but I never heard a complete album. You know, Kate Dore, uh, I don't know if you know her, she's one of my friends on Facebook. She's right. really into the a lot of obscure bands, man. I should get her on this podcast and you give her an album to listen to. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, I should get her on here. But uh, then we get to our tracks of the week, man. I love the Moody Blues and we haven't done a Moody Blues album yet. Um, yeah. I remember when my mom was looking for a car at a Chrysler station. Chrysler station. A Chrysler dealer. Back in the... I'm a little drunk now. Uh, she was a Chrysler dealer. And back then, they were giving out free tickets to all these concerts, right? And I looked at the list of concerts. If you get a test drive, you get get concerts. And I think that was with the Moody Blues when they were doing the oh. tour with the, you know... Uh, what was that album in the 80s where they had a huge hit on? Where it's, was it, was it um, like um, Long Distance Voyager? No, it's an album in the 80s, dude. They would... Yeah, some, some, something, you know, In My Dreams, song. In My Dreams. Oh, okay, I, I was thinking of the song Wildest Dreams. Yeah, Wildest Dreams, I think that was it. And they were getting up for yeah, concert tickets, and I was album. begging my mom to do a test drive so we could go see that show, and she didn't. I was so pissed off at her. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> that was the only good show they were giving free tickets to at that dealer. Oh, wow. And I was like, fucking mom. I want to see the fucking Moody Blues because I like that song. <laughs> I didn't get to see the Moody Blues, but yeah, uh, a couple of the members have passed away. I know, man. Is the singer still alive? Um, yeah, I like him, and the guitarist okay. is still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. So they they might do some sometime together if if the money's there. Yeah, we need to do a Moody Blues album so I can listen to it. You know, you give me shit that I like oh. that I never listened to that I like, and I, you know. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's one that everyone else likes, and then there's one that I really like. Well, I want to do the one you really like. Okay, that's cool. Because 
when you give me something you really like, except for like some bands that I'm not going to get yeah. into, that I don't really like. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to get into it because it's an old joke, and I'm kind of trying to make new jokes now. Uh, All right. Gets old. Uh, yeah. Like, like me, like people getting uh, on Sammy Hagar all the time. It's kind of fucking old, which I'll bring up on the video. Yeah, uh, but you picked Moody Blues. I got a dream, which is a really fucking great song. I like it. Yeah, that was when Denny Lane was in the group. I don't see. I don't know this shit, dude. You know this shit that I don't know. That was from like 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 sixty five or some the really early period. Is that pe people tell me, Mark? You know a lot of shit about music, and I said, well, have you? fucking heard Lee? Lee knows more shit about music. Or Dr. Fuck. Dr. Fuck knows more. But you guys know more about the music that you guys love, you know? Like me, yeah. I know a lot about the music I love. Like Yeah, I'm yeah. You you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you could probably tell me about bands that you really like. And while you are talking to me about it, I might go to the store and get some groceries and then an hour later when I come back you just finished and then I can say wow that was interesting uh, thanks <laughs> and then uh, I picked this song on uh, the other day because I was shuffling my iPod my iPhone and the song so tired by the Beatles came on I go you know what I love that fucking song I should pick we should play it as a my track yeah, of the week. I, I thought it fit yeah, I thought it fit too. And I go, this is a perfect song to go with this fucking uh, album. Yeah. And then we go to you, and you 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 made a song about my favorite thing to do: sipping coffee besides yeah. drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah. You should make a song called "Guzzling Whiskey" for me. I okay. Um, I picked this one because on Instagram, this song has gotten more than five hundred likes. Fuck, dude. I wish we could get five hundred likes on shit. You know, we're we're like we're like the, we're like the podcast that does shit that nobody wants to hear, and that's fucking awesome. I love it. <laughs> it's like we pick albums that other podcasts wouldn't even touch. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, that rules, dude. Because I don't want to be like other podcasts. I want to be us. I like that ever since I was young. I've always, even when I was five and six. I, I, I would turn people on to music and say, listen to this. And then after a few minutes, they say, oh, can you please put on something else? You know? Yeah, man. I, it's like, I would go, dude. well, why? I would say, why don't you listen to this? And, you know, so I, 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 was, I was like that with people back then. Dude, it's like me with kids at work, dude. Uh, uh, like, they're into all this hip-hop and pop shit. I, I sh there's this one guy at work. He's a uh, he washes dishes for us. He's a steward in the back, and this guy plays a lot of uh, like different types of music. And I said, dude, check out some Triumph. Check out some Boston. Check out this. Check out that. And he's checking it out. And he goes, dude, that shit rules. And he was telling me that everything in the '80s was the best. And I go, dude, not really. There's a lot of shit in the '70s and early '60s that were great too. You know. It's like, it's it, it 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 makes me happy to show kids that there's something beyond this fucking mindless shit they're putting out today. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like a grumpy grandpa. Some people listen to Hugo Winterhalter. Who? Hugo Winterhalter. Hugo, Hugo? 
I don't know, man. Hugo Winterhalter. Oh, well, okay. May, may, maybe his name is a little hard to remember. How about Chris? Uh, I remember it, but you said Hugo, and I just had to make fun of Hugo. How about Percy Faith? I know Percy Faith. You do? Yes, I've heard him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you could tell him about him. Yeah, we should do some Percy Faith, man. No, you know he was asking you know, me. He was asking me all these songs that were played he, in uh, Vietnam. He was um a um orchestra conductor behind Johnny Mathis. I hate Johnny Mathis, dude. So so sure we can do a Percy Faith album. But did you know that uh the like I was talking about that no, sewer, dude. He's he done. Was, he, was, he was asking me about songs that were played in. Uh, Vietnam War movies. I'm not going to mention one of them because you hate that song. But uh, he was asking me, what's that song? I go, I think it's Buffalo Springfield, What It's Worth. And then he went on his streaming thing. Oh, that's a song, you know. What It's Worth. And I go, yeah, that's a song, you know. He didn't know any Buffalo Springfield. Uh -huh. But you know what, Lee? I did! <laughs> okay. We should do some Buffalo Springfield. I keep bugging you to do some Neil Young and some fucking... Crosby, okay. Stills, Nash, and Young, or some Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Alright. We did fucking Stephen Stills. Alright. Yeah, man. I, there's a lot of tunes that me and you, like, will get into together. Uh -huh. And you seem to want to pick the shit that you want to test me on. Alright. <laughs> I was letting you know. But our tracks of the week. The Beatles, uh, the Moody Blues, I've Got a Dream, The Beatles, So Tired, and Lee's track of the week is Sipping Coffee, man. And shit, if you get up like I do in the morning, I gotta be at work at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm sipping a lot of fucking coffee, so this song rules. <laughs> uh -huh. Alright, man, Lee, you know what to do. Let's get the fuck out of here and say goodbye. Bye-bye. Uh,
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.